Genre. Dueling Genre Productions presents Geek by Night, Episode 7, Status Quo, Part 3. Written by Scott Corelli and Nick Jimenez. After several months of trials and research, the day finally came for Project Origin to do what it was created to do. To turn me into a superhero. I couldn't sleep that whole night. After months of sitting around doing nothing, watching the geniuses do their jobs, it was finally my turn to do something. And I didn't want to let Lorelai down. This is it, ladies and gentlemen. Our first bold step into a new era. Today we spit in the face of complacency and honor that grandest and most beautiful human tradition of striving forward, ever forward, towards that bright blue sky. Perhaps we should have called this project Kitty Hawk instead of Origin. Victor, you see, uh, Kitty Hawk was the... The town in North Carolina where the Wright brothers flew their first plane. (laughs) Did you forget I went to Yale? Right. Well, now that I've made things good and awkward, let's get started. Everyone to their stations, please. We're about to make history. Victor, uh, stand under this machine and hold still while Dr. Wynn attaches these sensors. What are the sensors for? They're for recording your vitals. What's going to happen to my vitals? Hmm? Oh, nothing. Just relax. I'll relax when you tell me what's going to happen to my damn vitals. Your vitals are going to be perfectly fine, Victor. Now stop being ridiculous and drink this. The hell is it? A diluted form of the catalyst. Perfectly fit for consumption. Go on, then. Tastes like an energy drink. Prep the chamber. Why did you choose me for this, Lorelai? Because I believe in you. You believe in everything. No, I'll believe in anything. Bold difference. Looks like I'm on. Godspeed, Mr. Conrad. Ever skyward, Miss Swift. Can you hear me, Victor? Yes, ma'am. Excellent. We're going to turn on the machine now. I'm ready. Let's do this. Please begin the origin process, Dr. Park. Starting the particle generator now. Hmm. Does that sound right to any of you? That's a lot louder than it should be. So what kind of superpower do you think I'll end up with? What was that, Victor? I didn't hear you. Oh, I was just wondering what kind of... That's not a good sound. Dr. Wynn, status report. The origin particles are being generated, but they don't seem to be leaving their tank. How is that possible? The pressure in the tank is building to instability. Victor, something is wrong with the machine. What? What's going on? Breach is imminent, Miss Swift. Somebody get Victor out of there! Everybody get behind something! Run, Victor! Victor! Victor, are you alright? Fine. What, what the hell happened? Something that shouldn't have. I think we have a problem. Another one? It's the origin particles. The explosion forced them out of the building. They're entering the atmosphere, and they're spreading. All those people. Are the particles dangerous? Not without the catalyst. Thank God. But it'll be a bloody PR nightmare. (laughs) 
See you on the other side, Lord. What? Where am I? Am I dead? You are in the grid. Who said that? I am the artificial intelligence that maintains the grid. You are an anomaly and a possible threat to my systems. Protocol dictates that your presence be eradicated. The hell does that mean? Every trace of you will be rewritten and absorbed. Can I object? If it helps. No! Stop! All right, Max Carmichael, listen Oh my god, this place is a wonderland. Everything's so... so fancy. And sophisticated. They have two floors. Two floors? What's even on the second floor? It's our multimedia section. Hello, underdogs. Come to kneel before me in complete submission. Isn't that what you have Billy for? Hey, come on, that was just not called for at all below the belt. We need to talk about that stunt you pulled today, Max. That website is perfectly legitimate, and you know it. Not the website. I'm talking about poaching our customers in front of our store. Oh, that. Well, if you'd stop running your business like a hemp shop in Austin, Texas, maybe they'd still be your customers. Hey, could I get help with something? You want to buy every issue of Batman R.I.P. at three times the cover price. I'm going to go buy every issue of Batman R.I.P. at three times the cover price. Damn, that never stops being satisfying. Hey, cut that out. Sir, what were you looking for? Oh. Well, I've only seen the movies, but my favorite Avenger is Hawkeye, and my wife says that he's way cooler in the comics, so I guess I was wondering what were some good Hawkeye comics to check out. Oh, well, for my money, nothing beats the Hawkeye run from Fraction and Aja. Are those writers? Writer and artist team. They sort of rebooted Hawkeye as this grounded schlub. It can be really funny and clever, and it plays with the medium in really cool ways. And if continuity is a concern, it actually does a good job of keeping itself separated from the rest of the Marvel Universe, so it's really easy to read. Plus, it has this character named Kate Bishop in it, who's, like, basically the coolest comic book character ever. What? I borrowed one from Jess' room. It had a cool cover. Here's the first trade. It's worth the price, but you can get an extra 10% off at our store if you buy it with something else. Wait, you guys don't work here? Nope. We work at the aptly named Underdog Comics across town. We don't have a second floor, but we do all right. Well, I'll be sure to take my wife there next time she wants to buy some comics. See, Max, you might always have the fancier store, the better selection, some state-of-the-art delivery service, but Underdog Comics has something you'll never have. Us. Actually, we kind of do. That guy totally just bought the book that you recommended him. Oh, what, really? Damn it. Well, whatever. He'll come to our store next time, and then he'll keep coming back because people go to a comic book store for more than just stuff, Max. They want to feel safe to talk about the stuff they love without judgment. They want a store they can trust. That's why we're always going to beat you. So go ahead and give us everything you've got. Well, okay. I didn't know you could do that. I'm not doing this. There's no sign of him, ma'am. There must be. He locked himself in here. There is nowhere for him to... Oh, God. Victor, what have you done? Miss Swift, I'm having a problem shutting down the system. What kind of problem? I can't do it. The building's network is out of control. That's impossible. The network is on the grid. It looks like the entire grid is malfunctioning. What? 
It's almost as if it's reacting to a virus of some kind, but I can't figure out where it originated. I don't know what could be causing this. Oh, crumbs. I don't think a what caused this at all, Dr. Park. I think it's a who. That sounds like Mr. Conrad. I think Vector might be a virus, Dr. Park. The origin process must have changed him somehow. He's become a ghost in the machine. But if the grid thinks he's a virus... It's going to assimilate him. He'll cease to exist. Stop. Please. You are an anomaly and must be absorbed. I... I can't feel anything. Why can't I feel anything? Assimilation at 96%. I feel... nothing. 97%. No. I feel... something. Error. 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 I feel... control. I feel power. I feel the streets above us. I feel water and fire. I feel an infinity of information. I... I... I am the Nexus. I am the center of all these things. I feel control. I feel purpose. I feel... anomalies. just a minor technological apocalypse. Keep spending your hard-earned money. I command you! Are any of your cell phones working? Nope. My phone's freaking out, just like the rest of the electronics in here. Simon's phone is working. That's not my phone. It's the communication device I invented. The smarty talkie? How is that thing still working while everything else is going nuts? Well, it runs on an independent network. Maybe the grid has something to do with what's causing all of this. Lorelai? Oh, we've noticed. Kind of hard not to. Right. So basically, the grid is going haywire. I have a plan to fix it. However, it requires a few volunteers. Now, I know we left this rather awkward bit earlier, but I need your help. The whole city needs your help. So, what do you say? Are you not willing to play hero one more time? Absolutely. You have my sword. And you have my bow. I'm not doing that. I mean, I'm in, but I'm not doing that. Elliot? What about you? We're a team, right? Let's do this. But before we leave, we should make sure all the customers are safely out of here. danger. You are all anomalies. Your presence is a threat to our systems. Security measures will be taken to continue operating at maximum efficiency. Protocol dictates that you must be eradicated. Every trace of you will be rewritten and absorbed. Humanity will be corrected. Order will be restored. I am the Nexus. I am your salvation. Side. 
But it is the end of the month after all, and our police force do have quotas to fill, so if you were to get a ticket, I'll gladly pay what you owe. Are you going to have any money left over after you pay for all the damage around the city? Yeah, I, I think you're vastly underestimating just how rich I actually am. How rich are we talking? Rich enough to build all this and not even notice the expenditure on my bank statements. This is... wow. I didn't think I'd ever get to see the grid this close before. I sincerely wish it was under better circumstances. Well, we're here now, Lorelei, so what's the sitch? Yeah, why is the grid suddenly going all Borg Collective on the city? Right, that. So, we've run all sorts of tests, and we've come to the conclusion that the problem is Vector. Victor! The hot military-looking guy? Somehow, Vector's brain has fused with the grid. It's his mind and the grid are one and the same. I don't understand how that's possible. There are things about the grid that I never told anyone. What kind of things? Look, it would take thousands of people hundreds of hours to maintain the delicate balance of keeping the grid online and operational on a daily basis. Essentially impossible, which is why I created an artificial intelligence to run it. Whoa, artificial intelligence? As in AI? Real AI? Like Chappie? Chappie wasn't real, Gibson. Also, did you actually see Chappie? It was dreadful, so no, it's nothing like that. I don't make a habit of building robot bodies for self-aware computers. I'm not a lunatic. Well, that's certainly a relief. The Grid's AI is just a software program. But like any program, the AI needed antivirus protection. I mean, could you imagine what could happen if the Grid were hacked by someone who wanted to harm the city? It would be a disaster, so I created an antivirus protection for the Grid's AI interface. But instead of eliminating the viruses that made their way into the Grid, this software would absorb them, rewrite them, and integrate them into its own software. What's the reason for that? I just hate being wasteful. Someone sends me a perfectly good virus, doesn't seem right to just toss it away. I like to think I'm showing the virus the error of its ways and repurposing it to a contributing member of the Gred software. It's justice, really. Swift justice. <laughs> That's good. I'll have to tell my marketing department about that one. I'm confused. What does any of this have to do with Victor? Right, well, Victor got it into his head that he should put himself through the origin process and turn into a superhuman. However, the process somehow caused Vector's mind to become trapped inside the Grid's AI system. The antivirus software saw him as a threat and it tried to absorb him, but instead, something rather curious happened. Have you looked outside lately? I would not call that curious. I'd call that a calamity. My working theory is that Vector actually succeeded in making himself a superhuman. And his new power allowed him to have a greater control of the Grid after he was absorbed by the Grid's antibodies. You think Vector is technopathic? Yes. Even that theory leaves a lot of unanswered questions, like how he became so powerful so quickly. Why is he calling himself the Nexus? Because he isn't Vector anymore. He's become something else, and we need to figure out how to stop it. I guess I just don't know if we're ready to do something like this. I mean, an all-powerful computer god against our powers and- Not to your powers! It was never about your powers! I mean, yes, it's a bonus, but it's not what makes you a team. It's not what makes you special. Now come on, we've got to get to the central control hub. From there, I can trap the Nexus program into a firewall so you can enter the grid and try to talk to it. Maybe you can find what's left of Vector and may talk some bloody sense to him. I'm a little concerned with what you mean when you say we're going to enter the grid. What's wrong, Elliot? Haven't you ever seen The Matrix? Y 
Week by Night is executive produced by Scott Corelli and Nick Jimenez. Starring Matt Mosel as Elliot Markowitz. Chris O'Connor as Jeff Gibson. Ray Russo as Gwen Allen. Andrew Ball as Simon Holt. Morgan Spencer as Mindy Gibson. Naomi Wong as Lorelai Swift. Jay Malone as Victor Conrad. Scott Topke as Max Carmichael. And Nick Jimenez as Billy. Also starring Rachel Banks as Veronica Belknap. Sam Black as Dr. Park. Charlene Coleman as Dr. Wynn. And Lindsay Lorraine as The Grid. Additional voice work by Mackenzie Bryant, Bradley William Smith, Warren Blackie, and Jeremy Heaps. Casting by Chelsea Kern. Status Quo. Written by Scott Corelli and Nick Jimenez. Directed by Nick Jimenez. Edited by Scott Corelli. Geek by Night theme by Zach Gibson. Original score and final mix by Scott Tofty. Credits read by Brian Brown. Special thanks to associate producer Trenton Anthony Smith. Geek by Night, created by Scott Corelli. All characters in this work are entirely fictitious. Any resemblance to real persons, living or dead, is purely coincidental. Copyright 2016, Dooming Genre Productions. Thanks for listening.